0: You are listening to We Woke Up Like This. I'm Rev. Joya. And I'm Rev. Celia. And we We are loyal loyal to loving and and supporting soul awakening in every every human human being. Hello, hello, beautiful lights and souls. This is Rev. Joya. And this is Rev. Celia. And we are here to begin Lesson 2 of The Way of Mastery. So excited to be here tonight. I am too. This is a long lesson. So what we've decided that we're going to do is uh, read it halfway through because we always stop and have conversations through and then we'll read the second part on next week's episode.
1: Well, and I think that that's beautiful too, because if the listeners don't have the book, it gives them an opportunity to get the book and um, whatever journaling. material that they might want to use in order to, um, engage in, a, in this beautiful conversation.
0: Yeah. So once again, we are reading the way of mastery and you can order your book at Shanty Cristo uh, foundation. I think it's just shanticristo.com. I have the link is on our website. So if you go to, we woke up like this.com, it has the links to get the website I mean to get the book. I have my, <laughs> obviously, my brain. We have been talking about so many things and working that I'm a little bit preoccupied. Um, I need to come to the present. Come, oh, you know what? To Why don't we just like take a moment and breathe together? Let's do that. Let's come and, so dear listener, beautiful. we invite you to come to the present moment by tuning into your breath. <sighs> <sighs> That felt good.
1: It sure does. Mm.
0: Breath of life. Breath of life. Okay. So if you go to wewokeuplikethis.com, you can find the link to purchase the book on the website. And I realized that I've been saying, go to there and subscribe, but we didn't set up an ma- email list. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> so just that done. today. Yes, it's, that's done. Um, it's handled now. It's handled now. So we would love for you to go and subscribe that we can keep you updated. Um, when we do any kind of events, podcast release, uh, when we get our, our community created or whatever our whim might be or whatever, yeah, whatever we want to invite you to come play with us that we're doing, because the more, the merrier, the more, the merrier is right. As long as we have the right more around us. Mm. Yeah. More is not always necessarily merrier. This is true. Yeah. That's very philosophical. <laughs> well, isn't that what we're here for? Philosophy. We are, are playing the philosophy. A little philosophy it's true. True. So, since our last conversation, um, which for you, dear listener, was a week ago, but for Celia and I, it was yesterday. Actually, it was just a little while ago. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, like our last podcast conversation. Yes, our
1: podcast conversation was yesterday. That's right. Just the growth in a day in one day, has been astronomical for me. Me too. It's been epic.
0: So gorgeous. So grateful. I know. Me too. Oh my gosh. So this lesson in the way of mastery, so before we begin and you begin listening, um, it would be advised that you perhaps grab a notebook. Yes. And your favorite writing utensil. Or a recording device on your phone for in case you have a download of some sort, which you might. Yeah. Some insight, some awareness. On this lesson. And this lesson two is called you create your experience. And we learned in lesson one, the importance of accepting the responsibility of what is and the and the uh, responsibility for your own experience that you start to acknowledge that I what is happening here is because I'm creating it. Yeah, we're creators. And so that, that lesson one was opening the heart, beginning to realize that. And now we're going into lesson two, which is you create your experience. So are we ready? Yeah. All right. Do you want to read first or do you want me to? No, please go ahead. Okay. Lesson two, you create your experience. Now we begin. And indeed, greetings unto you, beloved and holy friends. Again, it is with great joy that I come forth to abide with you in this hour. Indeed, it is with great joy that we come forth to abide with you in this hour. For in truth, I come not alone to join in communion with this, my beloved friend, in order to communicate with you through a medium that you understand and that you accept. For it is a great truth that I come often unto many, but often because of what you have learned in your world you have believed me to be but a figment of your imagination. And the voice that steals quietly through the space between your own thoughts, you would like to think to be but an illusion. Yet I say, I come often unto many. And yet when I come forth to abide with you, I come not alone, for there is in truth a host of friends that come to create a vortex a circumference, if you will, of energy. We have come even in this hour into this space and we have set that tone. If you would well receive it, there are many friends unseen by physical eyes that are gently encircling those that have come forth to contribute, to support, and to abide in the creation of this work. And what is this work but to create a medium of communication? Why is that important? Because always in each and every moment of your experience, what in truth is occurring is that you, as a soul, as a divine spark of consciousness, are deliberately choosing to create mediums of communication. Wow. What you perceive is communicated always. You do it with the raiment that you place upon the body. You do it with your gestures, the sound of your voice. You do it with the very culture and time frame in which you incarnate. You are constantly and only creating mediums through which you commune, I, Kate. And communication, and is communication anything but the attempt to rest in communion with creation? Wow. Whoa, Whoa. let's read that again. (laughs) Is and is communication anything but the attempt to rest in communion with, with creation, that through you, what you are choosing to perceive and believe and accept as true will be radiated through your communication devices, which, of course, includes the body that you might transfer your perceptions to another, that they might therefore know who you are and which voice you are committed to. That's so beautiful.
1: I appreciate when you began reading in the very first paragraph, I I underlined medium and I was thinking about how an artist creates and like the mediums that are available to be used and just, thinking about that, you know, we're each a Monet. <laughs> I love that. We're each a Picasso. I mean, mm. we are, we're Shakespeare's. We're, I mean, just think about that from that perspective. I was like, medium. Oh, there's so many different kinds of medium. And then down further, when um, the tone has been set, mm. we have set the tone. And you know tone you can think about that as working out. you could think about that, you know, I'm toning up Ooh. my body, oh, you're toning your voice, <laughs> yeah, and there is a tone in the voice when people speak, you know, you can detect if there's like something when you know somebody very well their their resonant tone, yeah, it's so fascinating, and also too, like people in their body have a body tone they what is that um
0: um are you talking about their frequency or vibration?
1: Yes, I am, but there's a word for it and I can't remember what it is in this moment, but that's mm. okay. Okay. But it's in. it's a sen- essentially like the tone of heaven inside of you
0: mm. that we're all that. Yeah. So beautiful. That is beautiful. And I'm loving this idea, like it's landing so differently that the communication is anything but to attempt to rest in communion, mm-hmm. like communication and communion. If you're communicating, you're trying to be in communion with something. We you yeah. look up the word communion? Oh, I love Celia it. Celia loves to do I, etymology. And I really appreciate this is one of the many things I appreciate about Celia. She likes to dive deep. So let's look up what communion means. I'm very curious about the... Etymology of that word. Okay, I'm on it. And I love that it says that what you are choosing to perceive, believe, and accept as true will be radiated through your communication devices, plural, which includes the body, of course, which of course includes the body, but we have other communication devices. What did you find? Um, um, Oh, I thought you were there. Sorry. I'm doing the
1: expanded version. Okay, communion—the sharing or exchanging of intimate thoughts and feelings, especially when the exchange is on a mental or spiritual level—and then when you go into the expanded versions, I'm going to also read the Latin because that, you know if the if it's Latin or Greek, it delineates when when the scriptures created, like when the actual words are created. So affinity, fellowship, kinship, friendship, fellow, feeling, community, togetherness, closeness, sharing, harmony, Mm. understanding, rapport, connection, communication, association, empathy, sympathy, agreement, accord, concord, and unity. Number two, the service of Christian worship at which bread and wine are consecrated and shared, Eucharist, Holy Communion, Lord's Supper, Mass, the consecrated bread and wine, so administered and received. Three, the relationship of recognition and acceptance between Christian churches and denominations or between individual Christians and Christian communities and a church signified by a willingness to give or receive the Eucharist. Mm. A group of Christian communities or churches which recognize one one another's ministers that or that of a central authority. It's of the Latin communis. There mm. you go. So I love that it included community and communication. Me too. Wow. And you know, what if we're just each so holy? Literally, like my heart sees your heart and you are the blood and body of the Christ and I am the blood and the body of the Christ. And here we are speaking in this moment to the blood and body of the Christ. Yeah,
0: The Christ consciousness that's descending upon this planet right now as we speak, that's vibrating people awake.
1: Yes. Yeah. In the harmony, in the agreements that we made to be here at this time on the planet.
0: And then that would tie in with the communication is an attempt to rest in communion and you're always communicating what you choose to perceive believe and accept as true radiated yes so you you're communicating in communion and you're being the light <laughs> oh my gosh which includes the body that you'll yes. you'll know what voice you are committed to i love this me too it's beautiful all right as i have said often that the body is a teaching and learning device <sighs> And all forms of communication affect the process of teaching and learning. When you arise in the morning, the first thought that makes a home in your mind, you will act on. You may stretch the body, you may smile, you may frown. You might be filled with peace or you might feel the weight of the world. These things come not because you have perceived them outside, but because you have allowed them inside the depth of your consciousness that remains pure and undefiled and radiant beyond all boundaries forever wow and as that thought makes a home in your mind you literally begin to transform the communication device called the body into that which carries expresses and reflects what has come to make a home within your mind Remember, please, that the mind is not where the body is. (laughs) It does not abide within the body, but the body does abide within the field of your mind. Wow. Communication is creation. That's right. These two are one and the same. Therefore, if you would create well, answer and ask these questions. What am I committed to communicating? What will my creations express? What will my creations convey to others? For what I seek to convey reveals the truth of myself to the world.
1: My heart is pounding.
0: Mine too. I have goosebumps all over my body (laughs) right now. (sighs) Uh. What am I, what are you committed to communicating? Love. That's what I wrote down to. Yes. Love. Yes. What will my creations express?
1: Oh. <laughs> Effervescent joy. I love joy <laughs> too.
0: <laughs> or what will my creations convey to others? Aliveness. Mm, and I said, peace. Ooh. Yeah. What I seek to convey reveals the truth of myself to the world.
1: What I seek to convey reveals the truth of myself to the world.
0: Wow! This is why. Oh my gosh! This is why it's saying like, "What voice are you committed to?" Everyone will know by the way you communicate. Commune, I, Kate. I love the way that it's written. Yeah, it wrote it right on down, broke it down, and communion, communion. With,
1: with creation. You know, this I. Just as we're reading this, I have such. A deep reverence for what has brought me here, and just and just allowing that to move through me, so beautiful, therefore, indeed, beloved friends, as we begin this year to focus on, to refine, to deepen, to mature in what we have chosen to call the way of the heart, it is wise to begin at the beginning, and the beginning of this pathway is simply this. You are as God has created you to be. You are as God has created you to be. You are an infinite focus of consciousness. Your very sense of existence is nothing more than a feedback loop or feedback mechanism so that you can witness the effects of the choices you are making in the very deep, deep depth of your mind that rests
0: right along the mind of God. Wow. You are an infinite focus of consciousness. That made me think of when it said that. I thought of um, the picture that came into my mind's eye was of a, um, what do you call this? A magnifying glass. Like being held up and that I'm the, I'm that of all of the light that's coming from the sun. I'm that little ray that's shining through and out onto the other side as a laser beam focused, focused light, yes. that focused light that of all of it, mm-hmm. it just comes down and condenses into that little, less of the image that came to my mind in reading that. I have a, does a spotlight. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Your very sense of existence is a feedback loop. Well, and how about that?
1: You know, I mean, from the perspective of everything you've been created to be, from the womb to this moment.
0: So you can witness the effects of the choices you are making. I had this thought today that, I had this very thought today, that your life and everything you've created are the effect of who you're being. And so rather than focusing on external goals... The focus is the internal, the yes. internal transformation of being, because the external is the effect. You are the cause. You're the cause. Exactly. We are, we are the cause. I am the cause. So what kind of cause are we being? If everything's an effect of our cause, mm. then what voice are we communicating? What are we actually stepping in that you are as God created you to be? That's a simple thing. I am as God created me to be. Yeah. Like, make me that. Allow it to be done,
1: and so it shall be.
0: Right? Because it's not even make me that. It's so much as it is that's exactly, exactly what you are. Thank you are. for that correction. The allowance of the um, the opening and yes. the surrender and the putting down of all the things that are not that. That's Right. And That's the work. That's the shadow work. That's the shifts in consciousness. That's the opening of the heart. That's all the things we've been talking about. It's kind of like a deconditioning process. It's a complete
1: deconditioning process. And like who created the conditions? Are we living out of habit or are we living on purpose? Those are
0: different things. Right. We talked about it yesterday that we We were conditioned or last week, sorry, podcast listeners about the conditions who conditioned you. Yes. Right, and how? What kind of conditions are we listening, living from that we're not questioning?
1: And we've been well trained, yeah, very well trained. Yes. Oh my goodness, we're
0: so yes. obedient. <laughs> or not? <laughs> well, I love this. Like, if you witness the effects of your choices, and it seems very simple to just say, "Oh, I don't like the effect of this choice," or "I don't like the way that feels," I don't like the way that feels, and I'll I'll be doing something that new. Yeah, yeah. That I'm and going to choose from the uh, from the mind of God. Yeah. From the, mind, from the mind of God. Here we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm like making weird noises on the podcast. i blowing my lips. And, and I'm just like, my head is exploding. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: okay. We're loud. Therefore, in each moment of your existence, which includes this bodily incarnation, you are literally allowing through deliberate choice, through perhaps unconscious to bring forth vibrations of thought, vibration of creation, and to communicate it to the world in an attempt to experience communion with all of life, with a friend, with a parent, with a child, with a beloved, with the clouds that pass through the sky, through the earth itself. Each gesture, each thought, the way the body breathes, All of these things are going on constantly, and they are communicating or revealing the effect of what you have allowed to make a home in your mind. Understand well then, the way of the heart requires that you allow yourself to rest into the simplicity of this truth. I am pure spirit, undulified, and unaffected by anything or anyone. I am giving full power to choose and therefore to create my experience as I would have it be. Wow. Not quite the I that is the egoic part of the mind, for that is just one of the very, that is just one of your creations that came along somewhere down the line. It is a very small part of the mind. We are speaking of the I of you that is pure spirit that knows it exists, even though it does not know the time of its own creation. You are pure spirit. Therefore, to know, I am only this. And in each moment, regardless of what I believe I see, regardless of the feelings that arise within my awareness, I and I alone am wholly 100% responsible for them. No one has caused them. No great force in the universe has made this perception well up within my consciousness. I have selected it. (laughs) Just as you would go to a grocery store and say, well, (laughs) what will I have for dinner? (laughs) Your own, you own a perception. You log it in the mind. And then it expresses itself through the body, through the environment that you create around yourself, through the friends that you would call, into your awareness. Every aspect of the life you live is the symbol of what you have chosen to experience and therefore to convey throughout creation. The way of the heart begins with the acceptance of the simple truth that I am as God created me to be, made in
0: his image. I am a creator always. Mm. That's a good affirmation. It's a beautiful affirmation. I am as God created me to be, made in his image. I am a creator always. Spark of the divine. So gorgeous. Mm. What
1: then would you ask your creation to communicate? Would you make the choice that you are making? You all know perfectly well that sometimes you seem to be compelled and the mind wants you to believe. Now we are speaking of the egoic part of the mind. The ego wants you to believe that you are compelled to certain actions, certain feelings, certain choices, certain perceptions, certain statements by something that surely exists outside of yourself That is never true. It is in no circumstance is there anything of creation that has the power to dictate to you the choice you will make. Wow. That's a drum bomb dropper right there. Wow. In no circumstance is there anything of creation that has the power to dictate to you
0: the choice you will make. Wow. So this is... um, so relevant. (laughs) This is what cracks me up about this book, or that blows my mind about this book, I should say, is that this is talking about exactly what we were talking about on our last podcast episode with sharing about um, my personal struggles with binge eating and all the binging crap, that this is like this compelled. I'm like, that's the perfect word, a compulsion. Yeah. Of being compelled by something outside that's pulling your attention, that's like this thing outside has power over it. me. Right. Yeah. And I wrote down something I heard from a friend of mine on Clubhouse who I share a room with her a lot of time. We talk about binge eating disorders and different things. And her definition of addiction I love because she says addiction means to make choices that are out of alignment.
1: Ooh. And that that's exactly so... what
0: this is saying. Exactly. It's just saying it in a different way. So shout out to you, Leah Abraham. because Leah that's... Abraham with the <laughs> win. <laughs> yeah, I love that definition. And that's exactly what this is saying right here. Nothing. There is no, cir- in no circumstance. In no circumstance. Is there anything of creation that has the power to dictate the choice you will make? We have choice power because we're always creators. Well,
1: that's our will. We're exercising our will when we're doing it and not necessarily our divine will, but the will
0: of the body that we embody. And that just what this says, we're speaking of the egoic part of the mind. The ego wants you to believe that you are compelled by everything outside of yourself because the ego wants to believe it's separate and real from everything. And it's not. And it's not. No. No. Wow. All right. Peace flows from alignment. (laughs) I didn't even look at that when I said (laughs) peace flows from alignment with the mind of God. Therefore, the pathway of awakening, the way of the heart must begin with the decision to embrace the truth that is true always. I am a creator of all that I think and see and experience. I am free always. Nothing impinges upon me, but the thoughts I have chosen to hold within. Nothing imprisons me, but my own perception of imprisonment. Nothing limits me at any level or dimension of experience, save that which I have chosen. Wow. Nothing limits me except what I have chosen to limit me. That's right. Those
1: are all those limiting beliefs we were talking about a few days ago. That's right. Yes. In a different podcast. Yes. Yes.
0: The way of the heart then embraces, I can't talk, embraces all things, trusts all things, and eventually transcends all things. But why? Because it begins by assuming complete and total responsibility for what is being channeled through it and it has channeled in italics it's an it's a italic font that's interesting it begins by assuming complete and total responsibility for what is being channeled through it and so you see it is not just this my beloved brother who serves as a channel talking about the author of the book yeah that is in truth all that you do from the moment you arise until the moment you arise <laughs> For even during your sleep, you are yet choosing that which flows through your consciousness. That's right. Yeah. So fascinating. Wow. The goal that we seek has never changed. It is in truth, a journey without distance. It is merely the return to where you are always that you might begin anew to create deliberately, clearly, and with the perfect knowledge, interestingly enough, perfect knowledge is capitalized. capitalized yep. That if you are experiencing something, it is because you are the source of it, no mm-hmm.
1: other reason. That's right. Because we're responsible for what we create, allow, and promote.
0: And I love the word responsible yes. spelled with an A-B-L-E, response able. able that's yes. right. Because
1: we're able to choose. Able we have the respond. consciousness to do it and able to
0: respond. That's right. Yeah, We are response able. hmm The way of the heart, then, is not a way of gaining power. The way of the heart is not a way in which you will finally be able to make the world be what you want it to be. But rather, the way of the heart is the pathway in which you learn to transcend and to dissolve from your consciousness every perception, every thought that is out of alignment with what is true. The thought of death is out of alignment. The thought of fear is out of alignment. The thought of guilt is out of alignment. Oh I am working that so hardcore, it's so beautiful. I love it.
1: Yes. Ah.
0: Amen. The thought of eternal life is in alignment. The thought of perfect fearlessness is in alignment. The thought of peace is in alignment. The realization of innocence is in alignment. The thought of joy and of forgiveness, these things are in alignment and reflect the truth that is always true.
1: For you see, although you are given complete free will to create as you choose to, the soul begins to learn that it that that which brings it the highest joy, highest bliss. Where, where am I? Sorry, I start
0: over for you. You've been distracting Lander. Two vats, that
1: i that. I'm like, da, 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 da. <laughs> that is a weird way to word it. Well, I mean, it makes sense in a way, that, 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 yeah. For you see, although you are given complete free will to create as you choose to, the soul begins to learn that, that which brings it the highest joy, that, that which brings it the highest peace, that, that which brings it the highest bliss imaginable. (laughs) Is that which flows from the mind of God through the mind of the channel, the soul and the express itself in the field of, of experience? I'm like, what? What? Okay, you read it.
0: okay, let's like, see like, I <laughs> like, did... it's blowing my mic like, I'm thinking it's about it too much. I think so me too. Yeah. Okay, so let's try it again. for you for see. Although you are given complete free will to create as you choose to, the soul begins to learn that that which brings it to the highest joy, that that which brings it the highest peace, that that which brings it the highest bliss imaginable is that which flows from the mind of God through the mind of the channel, the soul, and expresses itself in the field of experience. I got it that time.
1: Yes. Yes. It's the that,
0: that. That, yeah. that, 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 which is, yes, yes. Wow. wow. Interesting choice of wording and it's on purpose. It is on purpose and itself is capitalized. It's wow. the mind of God is capitalized. The M. Yes. That's we're talking about that it. Wow. So we are, and it's saying that we are the mind of the channel. We are the soul and we are expressing yeah. This, that, that into the field of exp- of our experience, which that which is that's the right. nausea flowing through the body. Cha cha cha.
1: <laughs> it is for this reason that your father's will is what you. It's that again. Oh, is that <laughs> you? Be happy. Let me read that again. Mm. It is for. This reason that your Father's will is that you be happy. And your happiness is found in choosing to restore your perfect alignment with only
0: the voice of God. Restore. Restore is right. Choosing to restore your perfect alignment with only the voice Voice. for God. And it's a capital V. Voice for God. So that would be a great affirmation. I choose. To restore my perfect alignment with the voice for God. That's a beautiful affirmation. With only the voice of God. only the voice of God. Yeah. Or the voice for God, because I'm a mouthpiece. Well, that's the four, right? We're communing. We're communicating our communion.
1: It's fascinating.
0: The way of the heart, then, is the pathway that begins
1: with a communication, excuse me, with a commitment to healing the awakening and is founded on the premise, the axiom that we have given unto you that you are perfectly free at all times. Everything that is experienced has been by your choice and at no time has there been any other cause." Wow, it's deep. That is deep. It seems simple, doesn't it? Well, of course, okay. I'm creating my own experience. And yet, what soul has not taken, what soul has not known a resistance to this idea? Hmm. If you bake a cake and it turns out well, you say, I did that. But if you bake a cake and it turns out very bad, it must have been the flour. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been the temperature of the oven. Surely there was something that caused this creation to not be what I would truly desire. It takes great courage, great faith to look upon all of your creations, your thoughts, your feelings, your manifestations with love and with the innocence of a child, to plant a garden and to have all things wither and die and yet to smile and say, I planted this garden. I and I alone have done this. Well. I'll get a little hungry here, so I might as well go to the store. Why is this important? Because the soul, a long time ago, began to create the perception that it was something other than it was created to be, and the voice for ego emerged within the garden of consciousness. And as the soul, as the deep mind that you have all known and in fact are, that deep mind began to identify with a voice that was other than the voice of God. That voice has led you to believe that your creations determine your worthiness. Do you know that feeling? No, not at all. Don't be funny. (laughs) Don't be facetious. Don't be facetious. Yeah, that's such
0: a... um, Well, this is the separation right here. It is the separation. And I wrote... A long time ago, I remember coming up with this document, this idea about the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. Right? So, And on the other page, it was talking about some of the fruits of the spirit, the perfect joy, the perfect bliss, the perfect... Like all of the things that we have when we're operating in the fruits of the spirit. And I even put the acro- the initials there, FOS, which is fruit, fruits of spirit. For your life being in, in alignment, you shall know them by their fruit, which is your creation Yes, is what comes out, right? So this one then to operate from the ego, I put as fruits of ego and the acronym is FO. The foe. The foe. Oh, no, not the faux fur Your enemy. No, not the foe. <laughs> F-A-U-X. <just> <laughs> no. But it is a F-A-U-X reality. It is still a, a, it exactly. a, it's it's a, a faux It's a foe faux. Foe, foe It's a foe-foe. So, yeah, I love this. The creations determine your worthiness. No, they don't. No, they don't. And this is what he was talking about. Did we already get to that part? I don't know. About doing what you're asked to do. Sweeping the streets. I don't I don't remember. Well, anyway, it's about, you know, like that. if you feel like you want to be grand, that God's going to tell you. Go, the, go, go sweep, sweep the streets. The street. Yeah. And you're going to listen mm-hmm. because your ego is attached to your something outside of you being your worthiness. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can honestly say that I do struggle with that. With the... Um, the external things being, a, but if they are also the symbols of my fruits of my creation, then that means that I have generosity attached to those things. And it's not like I'm super attached. Like this is mine. this is showing off my ego. Well, it's like, there's like an unattachment there. I feel like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's still some, some residual energy I think around that for me, I would say. Well, it's beautiful noticing. Yeah. Yeah. It isn't. It's, a, I mean, that's the truth.
1: Yeah. I get that. And, you know, honestly, I think it's humble to go sweep. It, it changes the energetic vibration of a space and there's great gifts in, in the sweeping and, and being able to fortify a foundation with your attention. See there's, there's that perspective I offer.
0: Mm, I swept my floor when I came in here because once again, there was a ton of dead beetles. You got the bugs freaking beetles. You <laughs> got the beetles. She's <laughs> feeling bugs, tiny y'all. little beetles. Yeah. Wow.
1: Okay. And therefore, if what you create is not a, 2. What is the word snuff? Hmm. It's not up to snuff that it means you in your core of your beingness is some kind of a failure. But I say unto you, in reality, failure is not even remotely possible. And why? If you plant a garden and the seed does not turn into a beautiful flower, it withers and dies. And that experience is a creation and you have done it. And because all events in space and time, everything you experience, because these things are perfectly neutral, there is in reality never failure. The only failure occurs within your own consciousness when you believe that it is not acceptable to receive and own and embrace your creation with love and with innocence. To look upon it, to experience it, to recognize your perfect safety in doing so, from where you decide whether to continue in that form of creation or whether to think differently, to, to approach things differently.
0: Mm, I love. Like we just treat everything as information.
1: I'm going to tell you this right here. To me, is the grace field right here.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah. That's it. That's where grace, the
1: grace field opens up, and it's just like, I did that and I can do something different.
0: And it's empowering. It's so empowering. That is where the catch is. That part of the mind began to teach you a long, long time ago what to accept as acceptable creations and what not, what to take responsibility for. And what to deny responsibility for. And that conflict creates the illusion of separation. There you have it. That's it right there. (laughs) And when taken to its extreme, one discovers that you call your hospitals full of those in deep depression, paranoia, the feeling within the beingness, within the human mind, a feeling alienated and alone. Helplessness, hopelessness, despair, anger, hatred, All of these are symptoms of a fundamental delusion that has occurred within the depth of the mind. It has occurred because there has been a long history of having cultivated the skill of listening to the wrong voice. The wrong voice is the voice of ego. It has taught you to judge, to pick, to select what you will be responsible for. The more you move into that consciousness, the harder it seems to ever hope for a chance of transcending the sense of separation and conflict and lack of peace. For how many of you have not known the feeling of resting your head upon the pillow at night and not being able to sleep because it's just not going the way you expected? The reason you cannot sleep is because you are in judgment of your creation but it is possible to cultivate just the opposite in which you learn to look with perfect innocence upon all things that arise in that field that is your experience. To look with innocence and what is called wonder at every feeling from a place of curiosity as you would look upon a cloud that passes through the sky. Look at it and marvel at it, its shape, its color. Where did that one come from? Hmm. And to embrace it, knowing that it does does not affect The purity of the sky through which it is temporarily floats by. And each of your creations is exactly like this. It arises in the field of time and space. You experience it, and then it fades away. Every hurt that you have ever known is like a cloud that began to pass into the field of your awareness because you were perceiving things in a certain way. And if that hurt is still lodged within you, it is because you latched onto it. You followed the voice of ego, which caused you to believe that you are identified with that feeling, with that perception. And because that's you, if you let go of it, what's going to happen? You might disappear. You might die. Ego death. Powerful. And the human mind then is that field within creation, within consciousness that has learned to become so identified with perceptions and experiences and feelings that are not necessarily comfortable, it believes that if it lets go of them, it will die. And so from our perspective, as we would look upon your energy fields, those of you who are still identified with this dimension, it looks as though you are gripping, causing to condense energy, and your knuckles are white, trying to hold on to limitation and guilt and unworthiness and doubt. Painful. You would indeed seek innocence and peace. You would seek abundance and prosperity and joy. But often when you touch these things, it frightens you. And why? Because the truth of the kingdom requires openness, trust, expansiveness, spaciousness. It involves allowing, trusting, witnessing, letting things come and go, learning to cultivate a deep enjoyment of whatever arises seeing that all things are just modifications of consciousness itself and then letting them go when it's time for them to do so.
1: Wow, willingness. So beautiful. And rest assured, there is no one, not a single soul, that has discovered something that was birthed in time that did not also end in time am. And how much of your suffering comes because you are clinging to a lifeless past, insisting that you carry on with it still, carry it with you still. You are doing that because in that past, you became identified with the clouds that were passing by and claimed that as your own identity. And therefore, if you release it, it will mean that you must change, you must go on. And creation itself, capitalized, and creation itself, that flows from the mind of God, also capitalized, is an ongoingness forever. You will never cease to be. You will go on forever and ever and ever and forever and forever and forever and forever. forever. (laughs) (laughs) You will go on forever exactly as you are now, or you will allow the mind of God to flow through you, carrying you to an ever greater expansiveness, deepening your awareness of the infinite loveliness of the power of the mind of God.
0: You will go on forever exactly as you are now. So that makes me think about reincarnation and being stuck. Like, oh, I got to come back and learn this soul lesson so I can expand and grow and go on. Yeah. The only thing that doesn't die is love. Oh, my goodness. This is beautiful. And that's the end. I think we're going to stop there. Yep. Um, And then the next week we will pick up at Mastery Arises from Innocence. And so I would say that the practices this week are the affirmations I am as God created me to be made in his image. I am a creator always. And then this one I liked too over here on page 15, I am a creator of all that I think and see and experience. I am free. Always nothing impinges upon me, but the thoughts I have chosen to hold within nothing imprisons me, but my own perception of imprisonment, And nothing limits me at any level or dimension of experience, save that which I have chosen.
1: My favorite is, I am pure spirit. Undefiled and unaffected by anything or anyone. I am given full power to choose and therefore to
0: create my experience as I would have it to be. So beautiful. And you know what I'll do is... um, If you go to wewokeuplikethis.com and you'll see a page that says episodes. So if you go to our episode page, I will actually create a little sound healing meditation to go with these affirmations so that you can listen and, and just drop in and maybe even I'll put it as a download so you can put it on your phone. Oh, that's so great. So when they're out traveling about, they can just drop in wherever or if they need to sneak into the bathroom to take a breather break. Take a two-minute break. Yeah. Listen to some sound and some affirmations. And also, I encourage you when you're listening to these affirmations that you vocalize them, that you speak them into your reality. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. So below this episode, which will be episode five, uh, you will find the Treats. meditations to go with this particular section of the chapter. Thank you for joining us tonight. We know that Thank you, you for listening to We, we Woke, Woke Up Like This. this. Don't forget anywhere. to like and subscribe wherever you are listening we're to this podcast. Oh, and don't forget to drop us a comment and ask a us. question. Thank you. And yes, thank go you. to wewokeuplikethis.com to join the soul awakened community. See you com next time. Bye. Bye.